0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. From what I have experienced, growth tends to come in stages. The complexity of those stages and the number and contents of those stages will always vary quite heavily. The deeper the trauma, the harder you will have to work and the more you will have to do in order to heal. The things that are deeply hurting you are wrapped up in so many layers you know our, our our trauma is like an onion and like the classic Shrek saying goes onions have layers and that that's it that is the fundamental truth of trauma is that within these layers of problems and defense mechanisms that we've built up to avoid thinking about all of these horrible things that have happened to us and all the ways that we've been wounded and hurt, we build up defence mechanisms and layers of protection that protect ourselves from experiencing that pain ever again. Your body and your mind says no. You know we don't, that was horrible. I don't want to go through that again. And those protections that it develops are sometimes more harmful than they are beneficial. They do more harm to us than they do help us. And. Change and growth is difficult. Everyone knows this, but sometimes we don't understand how difficult it can truly be. For me, in these stages, I can have fully learnt the lesson, I can understand mentally and emotionally, okay, this thing is harmful for me, I don't want to repeat this pattern, yet I'm so used to habitually enacting out that kind of defense mechanism habitually acting out that pattern of behavior that it's really hard to break away from something that's so ingrained into us we mistake that pattern that we've developed over time through repetition with who we actually are and to separate trauma and cause from who we actually are and from the self, can be a challenge. It's hard to distinguish sometimes where we're just hurting and in pain, and where we are just being ourselves. Where does the trauma start and us begin? That can sometimes be a difficult a difficult thing to analyse. It sometimes takes deep work to kind of separate the two. If I've come from this, this, and this, and these experiences have made me then and this pattern of behavior is associated to this thing that happened to me way back when who am i then if i'm just this pattern of behaviors and just this this product of trauma and pain and memories and experience if i if i strip away those layers if i remove these things that i have identified as being me who will be left What will be left when I've taken away all this pain and trauma? What will happen when I've healed? These questions are terrifying. To think that we have to let go of something that has kept us protected for so long, even if we know that it's doing us damage. For instance, I I recognise that I am a serial workaholic. I always have been. I love to keep busy and I do everything I can in order to kind of take on new challenges, new tasks all the time. I'm always looking for something new. When I accomplish one thing, I'm just looking for the next. And I recognize that that's a fundamentally toxic mindset that is hurting me, is wounding me to live like that. I'm not enjoying the moment, I'm just looking for the next thing that I can do. And I know consciously that that's not right. But it's hard to get out of that developed pattern, especially when I think that, oh, this this horrible mindset, this thing that, like, even the negative self-talk and telling myself, you know, you're not good enough, you know, you're rubbish and you need to do better. Well, that thing also I leveraged as motivation. I used it to kind of be better. I used it as fuel in order to drive towards new things. And the the, the work that I've been doing and all of this effort that I've put in has obviously reaped good benefits for me. I am seeing the products of that mindset and although I recognize it's harmful I can also say that I'm very grateful to all the things that it's given me and over time it's hard to let that go it's hard to let that thing go that has almost aided us and provided us with the life that we have now and there, there are countless examples of this it's super hard to let go of those things that are deeply ingrained with us even if we recognize they're bad we can become addicted to our self, our identity as the self. And especially in this lifetime, in, in this current timeline that we're living out, a state of permanence has become almost integrated with our society. Everything is forever now. That's how it's perceived. Anything that's captured on a phone, stored on the internet, there's this idea of permanence, that it lasts forever. Any one mistake you make will be captured, recorded, and will be labelled as you forever. And that can be a terrifying thought. It can be terrifying to think that anything we do, no wonder we have such um, like a, a passive attitude towards doing things, and such a fear of failure, because now, more than any time that has ever existed, we live in a state where those failures are recorded. Those failures are remembered and become attached to who you are. That one time you embarrassed yourself when you were a kid will follow you for the rest of your life. And obviously this is only conceptually. We we perceive this in our mind as being important. That these things, these failures, these um, embarrassing moments and these... Times that we said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing or didn't get it right. Those are just steps that we took in order to learn the right way, the right thing to say, the right thing to do, the right way to be. We give those things significance. We say, you know, it's it's up to us to take control of that, to, to live it. So yeah, that was me and I'm not that person anymore. And to separate who you were from who you are now. And sometimes that can be a great disparity between who you are mentally and the patterns you're living out the things you do day to day do those align with who you are inside your true self when you're saying i want to be nice and kind and compassionate and i'm a good person and i want the best for people and i want to make great change in the world and i want to be someone who's strong and reliable and dependable and help others and be someone who can stand up for what's right and that's who i am mentally and then when you get in a group with your friends and they're saying something that's bad or doing something that to someone else that that might be harming them are you standing up for them to them and saying hey look this isn't the right thing to do or are you only that person inside there can sometimes be this disparity that we have to break down, reduce the barriers, and recognise patterns that no longer serve the self, the, the identified new being that you have become. This happens a lot for me when, because I, I do a lot of kind of healing and growth in isolation. I spend a lot of time by myself thinking, meditating. I'm ref- reflecting on my behavior and how I act in the world and who I want to be and asking myself important questions that I hold myself accountable to providing answers for. Yet when I kind of do these things I, I recognize that okay this this and this are not who I am. You know I I've grown I've grown up. I'm now not that person. I don't want to be that person anymore and then i emerge and then i can see myself though i have learned the le- like i've learned the lesson consciously i recognize that those things are bad but to break the patterns of behavior are a different thing to break away from old habits that's where the tricky part is true growth has to be integrated right the way through to the end it's not good enough to learn the lesson and just know the information. You can know the right thing to do, but that doesn't mean that you're going to do the right thing, because it can be hard to let go of old patterns. It can be hard to let go of old behaviours. Even if we recognise something we do is harming ourselves, it's hard to step away from that and let that go, because we're like, that's us, that's a part of me, that's a part of my identity, and the ego grips onto that and doesn't want to let it go. That's who you are and you convince yourself that you are this person and this person is has these characteristics you define who you are your habits what you do every day today you don't have to be the same person you were yesterday that is all fabricated this idea of permanence this idea that we are the same person today that we were yesterday, is all fabricated. You can be someone completely new every day. You can play the game in whatever character form you like. And I think Jim Kerry was the one who said that depression is when you are tired of playing the character, that you, you know, you're tired of living out your life as the character that you're playing. You've moved on from it, you've become... there is that disparity between what you're doing what you're saying and who you are your true self is saying you know i'm bored of this i don't want to be this person anymore i'm sick and tired of feeling afraid i'm sick of tired of feeling like i'm in danger all the time and i'm always suffering and i'm always a victim i want to take control of that i want to change that narrative i want to become a different character i want to be someone who is great i want to be someone who is capable of doing things and accomplishing things, I am capable, I want to be someone who is smart, I want to be someone who is funny, all of these things are just things that you do every day, things that you practice and your character, the person that you think you are is just the character and how many times you've practiced being that person, how many repetitions have you done at being you? And obviously, it's not going to be easy to break those patterns. You have to do an equal amount of repetitions as a different character, as a new self, a new you. But it starts with the first time, and then the second time, and then the third time. The first time you stand up for yourself. The first time you set a good boundary. The first time you voice your opinion and say what you want. The first time you persist and stick with something that was difficult. Those first times are the making of a pattern, and those patterns are who you identify with. So if you are noticing that who you are is not really who you are, and that the self is not, you're not living as your true self, in order to start that process, you have to start making different decisions, making different choices. You have to make new patterns, by doing things differently, by just one rep, two rep, three rep, building up that mental muscle, that new identity, by forging them, by becoming someone different and no longer holding on to this hurt person that we were, that broken, bruised, in pain, suffering person and carrying on that baggage, you don't have to do that forever, you can let that person go, once you recognise that you want to do something different, you want to change an aspect of yourself that isn't serving you, it's not, it's not making you a happier, more positive, more calm, more purposeful person, you can let that part of you go. Too many of us fear that other people are going to be like, well, you're a different person now, you know, you've changed. Yes, you've changed, you've become someone different. You have made a better decision for yourself. You have recognised that something isn't good for you and you want to take steps in a different direction. Don't let people's perceptions of you dictate who you have to be. Don't hold on to something for the sake of other people. Oh, I'm this person. I'm the intelligent one. I'm the person who always reads books, but really, I don't want to read all these books anymore. I just want to go and have some fun. But I'm the person everyone comes to for help, so if I'm not reading then people are going to start thinking I'm stupid. People are going to stop thinking that they can come to me for help because I've stopped being the intelligent one. But I'm really miserable reading all these books all day and I'm not happy with doing it. And all I want to do is go fishing or do some sports or do something for me. I'm tired of reading for the last 30 years. I'm tired of maybe you're tired of being the athlete maybe you know you're noticing that you've got loads of injuries and your body isn't what it used to be and you know you don't want to be doing all of these intensive sports all the time you want to take some time to chill and read a book and take some step away you you may be known as the the life of the party the people person who's always making people laugh but you know, you want to have a serious conversation for once, you don't have to attach yourself to any of these identities, any of these labels that you think people have placed upon you, or that you're placing upon yourself, you don't have to be anyone other than the person you want to be, and the steps to get there is just by making one different decision, you know, when you're faced with a situation, and you have the choice to say, or do x or y, do x instead of y, that's it, with each decision, that you do differently, you start to become a different person. You forge a new identity. And through repetition, you will start to see that. You will start to become that new person. And you don't have to worry. Let go of what other people think. Let go of holding yourself to this perceived standard, this perceived character. Become someone new. Become who you want to be. Be the person that you choose to be. Not the person that you're forced to be. Not the person that you think you have to be. Be the person you want to be. The person you really should be. The true you. The true self. That's who you're meant to be. Thank you for listening.